Hello, my name is Agatha and this is my podcast, Stories by Agatha. My website is storiesbyagatha.mystrikingly.com and also storiesbyagatha.com. You spell Agatha with A-G-A-T-A. There is no H. My email is duniasa.gmail.com. I am a writer and a ghostwriter, but I'm a different type of ghostwriter. My stories and non-fiction books are already written. Here, on my podcast, Stories by Agatha, you can listen to me and get a sense of my writing. If you like the way that I write, then go to my website, uh, my websites and consider buying my complete my completely original written books. They will be yours forever. You'll own the copyright and I'll never claim them as mine. Again, my website is storiesbyagatha.mystrikingly.com and also storiesbyagatha.com. Plus, if you'd like to to own the rights to any any story on my podcast, please contact me at tuniaza.gmail.com. Okay? So let us begin. The the story today is... um, Full teaching master. Once upon a time, when facts had feathers and lies proper bona fide respectable weight, this truest of tales happened. There once, there once was a veritable respectable teacher, an expert, the best among many. His name was Gil. As life approached termination, he decided to roam the lands and offer his wise teaching services to anyone. Not necessarily anyone who could pay, but anyone who showed some sort of interest in what Master Gill was teaching. After many months of walking across the overlands, meeting all sorts of people, learning himself while teaching others, that indeed he was no expert at all and needed some more learning himself, he came across a beautiful city named Karit. Karit was big, prosperous, vibrant, and splendid. Gil sat down outside the tavern and asked for needle soup. Promptly it was served and not charged, for everybody could see he was a hermit teacher, the most beloved figure of all in the culture. The soup had rabbit and it was good. Quietly a man approached, greeting him with demure and respect. Gil noticed his fierce eyes and wondered what such a young man, probably 50, could possibly want with him. Gil saw a merchant, a devotee of money and materialistic things who had no place in life for spirituality or further knowledge which could not be turned into currency. I have a son, the stranger said. He pains me for his foolishness. Every day he embarrasses and humiliates me with his stupidity. Could you teach him? I'll pay anything. I'll cover you with gold. Gil was disturbed. It was not money he wanted, but a love of knowledge for itself. However, he felt sorry for the merchant and said yes, even though he had not met his son. On his house, almost a palace, Master Gill saw for the first time the young man. In his twenties, 
with an imbecile smile, swooping all over the place, moving from one corner to another, so very happy for meeting Master Gill. He was even happier when his father told Gill was now his teacher. The fool started spinning, overjoyed, jumping, jumping up and down while clapping and making strange giddy sounds. Finally, he stood still after his father shouted, Enough! Janor immediately sat and quieted down. You live here, the merchant said, decided. The servants will show you your quarters. And then he left, leaving Gil alone with the idiotic boy. He tried. He tried so hard, so very hard, to teach him. Astronomy, hoping to pass on to another dweller his love of the stars. Languages, literature, the land's long history, the science. Yanor, the moron, could not sit still a minute and would absolutely not be taught nor acquire a single ounce of information. He could hardly read. The servants unquietly mocked Master Gill's efforts. Gill only felt sorry for such a soul, so, so lost. When the merchant returned from his business travels, Gill said he was leaving for he could not teach his son. My fault, I'm sure, said Gill. The better teacher then me will appear and Yanor will make a dignified progress. The father was incensed. His fists clenched but said nothing. His stupid son was beyond repair, if even this master of masters couldn't fix him. That night they all had dinner together. The son was rather quiet. He knew he disappointed his father yet again. At some point in the silent evening, he threw himself at his father's feet, bawling, a river of tears flowing down his face, and he begged. Please, father, no, 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 I promise. I'll do better. I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'll, I'll learn, I swear. Behave yourself. We have guests, he replied under his breath without looking at Yanar. Yanar ran out and soon they could not hear him. Probably crying in his room, thought gently the caring Master Gill. Tomorrow he'd leave and go to another town or village and soon forget all of this private tragedy. But when he went to sleep his final night on his private quarters, Master Gill noticed the occult arts books were missing. His heart sank. He knew the young man had taken them, and one in particular. He had always expressed a strange fascination towards the subject. However, Gil never allowed him to even read such books. Yanor didn't possess the character, the self-discipline, the respect for the unseen world, or, quite frankly, the brightness to handle such dark matters. Immediately, Gil went to Yanor's room. He wasn't there. Neither were the books. There was no need to ponder where he could be, for the answer was clear. A multitude of fires broke in the land. News that a stupid 
news that the stupid boy was seen reading out loud an enchanted uh, spells book quickly reached his father's ears, who took a sword and ran after the disappointing son. And there he was, crying, hidden in the rocks near him, the grimoire lost in ash, half of town consumed in fire and smoke. Though he begged, the merchant still pierced his heart with the sword, killing him on the spot. Then he lifted his body and launched it into the flames. Get out, he shouted to Gil, who had followed his steps. Get out before they kill you. And so he did, quickly. After many months, he took refuge in a tower, lost in the middle of a desert, filled with books. In his mind and restless nights, he could still see the merchant using the sword to cut his own throat and die bleeding. Master Gill realized his lesson. Sometimes one better guard one's secrets, for if they are revealed to fools, the whole land burns to cinder. The end. Okay, this is the story for today. I hope you liked it. And if you did, please consider going to my website, um, uh, storiesbyagatha.com or storiesbyagatha.mystrikingly.com uh, and consider buying them. Okay, they have not been read, the stories that uh, I put there, uh, only by me. And the one who will uh, acquire these stories, these books, uh, are the only ones who who will uh, ever have access to them, okay? So that's it. Again, thank you and bye-bye.